Go beyond the superficial. Go beyond the noise. And Hype delivers business knowledge gained from developing and manufacturing hundreds of products, working with high-growth entrepreneurs from all over the world. Focus skills and passion into innovative ideas. Take control. Become the engineer of your own life. Transform product ideas into business realities. This is And Hype. Transform your product ideas into a business reality. My name is Callie Keen, and this is End Hype. All right, this week, we're going to do something a little bit more freeform. Just going to go off on a, on a rant on a, it's a new idea that I've been rattling around in my head. I'm sure it's not new for the entire world. Like I'm not, you know, cutting edge thought leader. Like I'm not thinking something that no one's ever thought before, but it's kind of, it's kind of coalescing in my mind it's becoming clear in my mind and like we always say communication creates clarity right so by it going from that fog of different ideas in my mind and then me being forced to communicate it it just becomes a little bit better a little bit clearer and you know you can comment down below or message me uh, people give great insights and feedback when you communicate an idea that's how we get smarter, right? Or more clever or get more experience. So what we're going to discuss on today's show is alignment beats motivation. Okay. Now I, I don't consider myself um, in any way like a motivational speaker or a motivating person. Uh, I really am just, I'm in this to give information based on my experience and the things that I've picked up, that I've read, that my mentors have given me, or that I've earned through getting punched in the face a million times. So um, what I'm dealing with in my personal life and in the life of people in my uh, you know, personal relationship circle, and then with my employees, it's, it's always about motivation, right? It's, it's like we start something... And right, right now I'm doing, uh, I'm doing 75 hard. So it might look like a fitness challenge, but it's really a discipline challenge, right? It's a mental challenge, really. If you're interested in it, search for it. You're going to see a ton of people's lives change. You're also going to see a lot of people complaining about how difficult it is, which I always think is funny because it's 75 hard, not 75 like reasonable, right? Um, but it might be the impetus. It might be the thing that spurred me to start thinking about this is people want, they want to go on YouTube and they want to watch a video with like clips of the rock and like some kind of orchestral music and a little speech. And they want to get, Ooh, they want to get all fired up. You know, they want to get goosebumps and they're going to go out and conquer the world. And that, that effect of that motivation, right? It's just, it's since it's external it just fades right away. It fades with within minutes, right? Try try this next time. You're at the gym. Go listen to one of those those YouTube. And you're like, ooh, you know. Ah. By the time you turn your music back on and you start getting into it, you'll have forgotten all about it. Right? It might fire you up for ten minutes. It might even fire you up for that whole session, right? But I've uh, I've had clients, mentees that they've been really into uh, motivational speakers like Les Brown, Tony Robbins. And I've, I've definitely seen the positive effects 
of these like name brand uh, thought leaders, right? I've seen, uh, I've seen the change in some people, but for the most part, a lot of these people, they go to event after event after event. And I'm like, if motivation worked, why are you going to, why are you going to like 20 events a year? Like you should just go to the one and then you're fired up and then you're off to the races, right? You're like, thanks, Tony. I'm, I'm in it. I'm gone. And it's nothing on him, but it has something to do with how we pick our goals and how we, uh, how we pick our actions. So this is what I've really been thinking about is uh, people want to be constantly motivated. And I'll get to how this works with your team or me as a boss or as a team member. And uh, I think that's really interesting. But it's it's almost like uh, it's like drinking caffeine, right? You get to a certain level and there's no more is going to be helpful. In fact, it might be negative. But after a while, like, you know, you're drinking four monsters a day. It, it has no effect, right? You're still falling asleep. Like motivation, external motivation is like that, is there's a saturation point where it has no more effect. Everything else has to come internally. And this is where the idea of alignment comes in, right? And really our bridge between uh, the concept of where I am with, say, 75 hard and where people are with their own actions. Yeah, it's that discipline component. We could talk about that another time, but I'm really seeing alignment as being the, the core piece. And this is interesting because I think people make terrible goals for themselves, right? They make goals that are based on external motivators, things that they think that they want or that other people want for them, not things that they actually will change their life. Um, so give an example is if, if you, if you wanted, if you wanted a, a souped up Corvette, right? People are like, Oh, if I got that car, it would be so cool. And my dad used to have a Corvette. And if I got this souped up Corvette, my life would be so much better. I'm like, okay. But if I wanted to create and really make that into a motivating principle, like let's go to the racetrack, right? Let's go rent that car. Let's get inside that car and let's make it real. And But is that going to be strong enough of a motivator, right? Is that going to say, okay, and then if I do this, then here's how I achieve it. I'm going to reverse engineer that goal, right? Because it's not going to be motivating for very long. Even after you get the car, you're going to get the car and, and then what, right? But look, can I create that as a goal and then can I align what I'm doing with the things that I am good at, that people will pay me for, that I find fulfillment in? Can I reverse engineer that goal and create a series of actions where life is difficult, right? Not every day you're going to be filled with that brimming motivation to do anything, but will is that goal big enough where it'll pull you through? It'll pull you through those those times. And almost every time that I have had this discussion in the past couple weeks, somebody's like, not really. I mean, the the amorphous idea of having that cool Corvette like that guy wants, it's not enough for him to want to get up and come to work on time, right? 
even I would suspect even if we made it real and we went down to track days, right, and we just hammered that car and we made it real, like here's what it is. This is the feel of the leather. This is the feel of the acceleration. This is what it will be like. And it was anchored in his mind so he knew, yes, I love it. Or eh, maybe I don't love it, but yes, I love it. I don't think that that's strong enough of a motivator to do the boring discipline tasks to pull it through, right? Because we, we pick garbage things for ourselves to do. And then we pick garbage goals, right? So, uh, what we do as a career or the way that we behave. So we say like, you know, our health, our wealth, our relationships, our day-to-day things, what we pour our energy into, people don't really think about in an active way. And then what they're trying to get out of it, no one really thinks about that either. And uh, I first noticed this with entrepreneurs starting businesses. They, they had an idea, which didn't really match up to something that they enjoyed, like a customer that they liked, a skill that they were, that they were good at, a passion that they had it had no alignment on that end. And uh, they didn't really know what they wanted out of it. Like the, are you going to create a business and sell it for a million dollars so you can go and retire to Fiji or spend more time with your wife? Or do you want to start your own business so you have more time for your kids or you have more autonomy? They didn't know why, like, why are you even creating a business? Why is this better than being an employee? You know, so there's no alignment in who you are and there's no alignment in what you want, right? And so as soon as the business became difficult, they just give up because they could always just go back to that job that they hated, but it's safe. And the uncomfortable unknown was way greater than, uh, I don't know, the suck of safety, like whatever you want to call it. You use your own alliteration that you want. But I think you know what I'm trying to say, right? So when I look at alignment, I'm like, alignment with who you are, maybe who you want to be, right? But the biggest thing is, what do you want? So I just, I just said this in our last uh, all-hands meeting. What do you want? And this is, this is, uh, is going to change a lot for how I interact with employees because there, there's a similar thing that, uh, that bosses, that leadership, that employers do is it says like, this is the thing that this person does that's worth paying for. This is the thing I think that they can do. So I'm going to get them to do it, even though they might not really enjoy it or find it fulfilling this is like the most value that I can get so I can pay them more. But the value of getting paid an extra couple dollars an hour, it wears off immediately. It's just like drinking that caffeine or getting that motivation. If I give you $2 an hour more, your lifestyle just absorbs it right away. You don't feel motivated like in a month. It's worthless. It's worthless. Right? Especially after a certain point, there's – no way that Jeff Bezos is going to be uh, motivated by another couple bucks an hour or a couple more million dollars 
an hour. It, it's, it doesn't matter. It's, it's not going to change his lifestyle. But believe it or not, for people that earn $20 an hour, they think it would be life-changing if I made $25 an hour. And it will be for that month or that two months. But after that, the motivation ceases, right? If we don't have alignment. So the real question for people is, what do you want, right? What do you want? And I feel like the job of you, if you're going to create a startup or you, if you run a small business is to figure out what the hell people want. And I talk about how we do this with customers, right? And we sell the thing that they really want. Like we don't sell parts. We sell helping somebody build their business. Anybody can create parts. You can buy parts off the internet, right? We don't sell that. We sell the ability to scale your business through manufacturing resources, right? That's what K-Form does. So that partnership model, we're selling at a higher level of energy than everybody who's just selling a machined part. And that work, it works for me, but maybe that's because of my personality, but it works a little bit better for me. But with employees, it's the same thing. With team members, it's the same thing is if you pick a team member, somebody to join your dream, right? Make sure that there's some kind of alignment, right? Who they want to be aligns with what your company is going to be. What you're asking them to do aligns with what they want for themselves, right? At least in, in some sense of that roadmap of their life. But everyone should have a what I want. I think we feel guilty for asking ourselves, like, what the hell do I actually want? What am I trying to achieve? What do I want? We feel a little guilty, so we make small garbage goals. Like, I want to make $25 an hour. It's like, no, you don't. What you want is you want health for your family. You want security. You want to be able to go on a vacation every year to this place that, you know, you're parents and grandparents want. You want something. You have to identify what that is and then intentionally build your life towards that with the opportunities that you have. And that's alignment. And when you can see that perspective of where you're going and you can see the progress towards it, that's how happiness happens, right? You're, you're making progress towards something that's meaningful versus making a couple dollars an hour more. Or in the case of you with your startup or your small business, working through the suck of mistakes, of team members quitting, of investors backing out, like returns happening, whatever the challenge that, that life is going to throw at you, if you're doing it just for a temporary boost in your economic uh, standing, I mean, it better really, really change your life, right? It better really put you in a better spot. And if it does, know that that that's, it wasn't the money, it was the security, the safety, it was the, the family, it was something else. And if you can get in contact with that motivator, right, that, that goal, you can build the alignment. So uh, this is what I'm really, really thinking right now. And if we want to talk culture and what makes absolutely killer businesses what I see is culture is what uh, people feel about your business or what they would do if there were no rules, right? 
And for someone to follow and do an amazing job without being henpecked and managed and told what to do every second, there has to be alignment, right, with what they're doing, what they know they should do, what they want to do, what they need to do. All of those things have to be stacked together. They have to be self-actualized or, you know, it has to be beyond the motivation of, oh, shit, I'm going to get fired, right? You got to, you really think about this. I, I, uh, I'm putting this concept more and more into words, like as, as I'm going, and we might circle back to this as we're implementing here uh, at K Form and with Red Blue Collective, because it's so powerful. It's so powerful. If you want to create an ultra high performance company that isn't terrible to work with, you have to have an amazing team, and. If you want to have an amazing life yourself, you have to be working towards having an amazing life. It sounds like it's common sense, but think about all the people that you know that have tricked themselves into thinking that they're they're okay with living, uh, you know, an average life, a mediocre life. Uh, think of like how depressed they are in reality, because uh, we were just talking about this. It's like like Joe Rogan. It's like when I was a kid, I wanted these cool race cars. I wanted to do this and I wanted to do that. And uh, why not? Like, why not? Uh, we live in a, an amazing era where you can actually see all those things and probably taste those things and see if it really is something that you want. Like, maybe you really love race cars and then you get in the Lambo and you're like, I guess this really wasn't for me. But we live in a time where for a couple hundred dollars, you could try it, Right. You could try it. And instead of making it the uh, I wish I could have or uh, I would, but in like all these excuses and putting it away and, and just thinking about it and being bitter that you were never able to get there, you could go and try it. Right? You could go try that hobby and see if you like it. And uh, if you do, you can work towards it. Uh, and the biggest shift that I see with that is that um, the people that I talk to initially, they'll think that that is antithetical to having a job, that I can't achieve my dreams and have a position at another company. And I'm like, everything's just a stepping stone, right? You got to think about it like that roadmap, just like we create these product roadmaps or go to market strategies where we say, here's your hero product. And this is our goal. This is our big milestone is launching this big thing. Well, we're right here. How do we get there? What are the steps? How do we reverse engineer success? And it usually each of our each of our uh, steps in that progress they have to align towards making that hero product launch or whatever that milestone is an inevitability. And I, I I don't understand why this is so immediately intuitive in business and why we don't think about our personal relationships and uh, our own lives like this. So just an interesting thought. Alignment beats motivation. Tell me what you think. Comment down below. This show was a little bit going back to just thoughts on business, thoughts on life. Uh, 
I love throwing the uh, tactical details about business and about products in as well, but I'm trying to mix it up, right? I want you to know that, that you can't succeed with a shit attitude either, right? So I can give you all the tips, all the strategies, the tactics. I can give you the blueprint, and it's just going to be garbage. It'll be just another piece of paper or just another PDF for you to not look at, right? So uh, I'm going to be better about switching it up, hyper-tactical, and then giving some of these ideas some context. I'm really walking you through what, what I'm doing, what's working for me, and uh, what I'm thinking. So I'd love some feedback from you. Comment, uh, DM me. But really important, if you got some, if you got some value out of this, share it out. Right? If you're listening to this uh, in its podcast form, please subscribe. Give me a rating. Right? Anything helps the algorithm. This is so fun. A uh, little YouTube tip that I just received. If you hated it, give me a thumbs down. It doesn't matter. The algorithm counts engagement. But if you liked it, give me a thumbs up and uh, share it out. Post it on your Facebook. Send it to a friend. Uh, I would really appreciate it. That's how we grow. But if you need something, DM me. My name is Callie Keen. This has been End Hype. Thank you for listening to the End Hype Podcast. Follow Callie on social at Callie Keen to stay up to date with a bunch of free content and information. Change your life and change the world. End Hype.